Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of our podcast. This is Lynchy, Erica, and Isabel. And welcome, welcome to, to the Lazy, Lazy Thoughts podcast. podcast. And Happy New Year! Today, we're looking back into our past to relive our very first part-time job experience and also our current part-time job experiences now as well. For many of us, this is a huge milestone into adulthood because it's one of the first times we are entering in the professional setting and earning our own money. We want to share you all what we went through, what we learned, and how we improve. So to start off with the first question, what prompted you to get your first-time job? So after I graduated from high school, my mom kept pushing me to go get a job because I was just, I wanted to relax right after high school. My mom was like, no, go get a job, go get money, go pay for your own school. So that's what prompted me to go get a job. And um, I had it kind of easy. I had a friend that was working uh, at Paris Baguette and she was about to leave. So she referred me to them and I applied and they asked me to come in for an interview. Ooh. And I got the job. Wow, Yay. get that yeah. reference. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Ooh. Okay, what about you, Isabel? Um, I think I was in a more relaxed situation. <laughs> um, I think I kind of wanted to get a job because you got a job, honestly. Really? <laughs> or, yeah, because, like, I, I don't know. I encouraged you. Yeah, you encouraged Motivated. me. Because, um, I don't know, I just felt like it was a good time to get professional experience, and I've never had, like, a job in high school, and I feel like that's such a common thing to do, and I felt behind, in a way. Mm-hmm. So I was like, mm, I think, yeah, summer uh-huh. before college, yeah. Yeah. I'll get a job. Because <laughs> we're not doing anything either. Exactly. It's, like, nice getting your own money. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to yeah. know what that felt like. Yeah, because after high school, I also got my first car. Oh, well, yeah. my parents buy it for me. But then, like, I ended up having to pay for it, so <laughs> you get a it job. is your first job. Yeah. Wow. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I, I mean, before getting my first job, I would say, like, I've gotten paid before because, like, I worked at my mom's office mm-hmm. sometimes. But I, I didn't want to consider it work because, like, I know who my mom is and I know, like, I, I didn't I didn't feel right because it in my head I'm like I'm exploiting her because she's <laughs> paying me yeah. for what I'm doing at her office so I wanted to get I for sure as like a first job experience I did not want it to be related to like family okay. or friends yeah, that makes sense yeah yeah I'm thinking of those like you know Asian families if they own a restaurant <laughs> yeah or, like, a exploit supermarket. Yeah. they make their kids yeah <laughs> those, okay. but like. I think you still have work experience, though. Like, it's mm-hmm. still valid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I know what you mean. Like, the mm-hmm. validation of getting it yourself. Yeah. yeah. Then, That's what I wanted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I see. So, I'm kind of on the same boat as Isabel. Like, I wasn't forced to getting a job. Luckily, I feel like all throughout high school, my my mom prioritized more me, like, studying than yeah. getting work. And so... I never felt pressured to go out to do work, but there was a time where I think I wanted to go on a trip. It never happened, by the way. (laughs) It's okay. Um, And 
my friend and I was like, oh yeah, let's just work over the summer and then we'll get the money to like pay for Airbnb and airplane fees or whatever, mm-hmm. right? I love the determination. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. We came Willing to put in the goal. Yeah, we had a goal. <laughs> we, we strategized and it was so funny because we were like, okay, what do we do? <laughs> and so like we had to search up how to make a resume like we googled oh. it and then we like made one of those like templates oh my god <laughs> yeah early um what's it called google sheets <laughs> yeah like yeah and it was like it was my very first resume was so embarrassing like really there's nothing on there so i don't know i copied it <laughs> I, like, yeah. I copied lynchy <laughs> I was really nervous, even though, like, I had a friend refer me, but I was like, holy shoot, like, what if I, like, totally mess this thing up and, like, embarrass her? So I was like, oh my god, Lynchy, please help me, like, how do you write a resume? Like, what do I I put on it? Like, can I put this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And she was like, chill, I got you. She sent me, like, a template, and I was like, okay, thank you. Yeah. That's so funny. I totally forgot about that. No, I totally forgot about it, too, until, like... I was cleaning my laptop uh-huh. and I found a document from you. Oh, oh, oh my god, yeah. that's hilarious! Don't reshare that. <laughs> but yeah, I think when we were making it, luckily my friend's like older, older cousin was in mm. the room, so she was kind of giving us pointers. Like, oh, yeah, she good. was like, "Yeah, put um, you know, you can put your club." like leadership experience you can put mm-hmm. you be like honor roll blah 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 <laughs> stuff like that right like keywords GPA. <laughs> yeah. yeah gpa ib program mm-hmm. um so yeah and so our resumes pretty much looked identical <laughs> and we applied just pretty much everywhere in our like near our homes so mm-hmm. like anywhere we could think of like panera starbucks Froyo, like whatever. Yeah. And we, and in the end, I only had one response <laughs> out of every every place. So that's another thing I learned that getting a part time job is pretty hard. Yeah, <laughs> it's really hard if you like apply to popular places like Starbucks and just mm-hmm. like big chains because mm-hmm. they get so many applicants like every day. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I didn't realize that. I just thought because so many people in high school had it, I mm-hmm. thought it'd be it was, easy. Yeah. yeah, you just call up, they're like, come over. I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. But apparently not. And yeah, that's just, that's what motivated me the first time. Mm. Okay, so yeah, so once I got there, um, I got a call back and it was from Baskin Robbins. Hey. <laughs> um, and they called me over. So this is, you know, the interview process. But during that time, I didn't know it was an interview. Because, oh. Yeah, because I thought, because you know how they worded? They're like, oh, we just want to get to know you. Oh, yeah. So I, super casual. Yeah. So... <laughs> I don't even think I, like, wore anything professional. I didn't prepare anything. I didn't even bring in my resume, I don't think. I thought I already got the job. And I just had to to introduce myself. (laughs) And so I walked in. And, like, I think I have to, like, 
I'm very fortunate that during high school, I think I was a very like sociable person. Because mm-hmm. if it wasn't for that, I don't think like I would have passed the interview. Yeah. But yeah, I sat down, and I had like a very casual uh conversation with him. Um, he just wanted to get to know like where I, where I was in high school, where I lived, like for my commute process, mm-hmm. um, and and why I wanted to work at Baskin Robbins. Um, so that's pretty much it. And I felt like I was very go with the flow. And then at the very end, he was like, all right, you're hired. And then in my head, I was like, wait, this was an interview. (laughs) (laughs) Immediately. (laughs) But yeah. What about you all? (laughs) So for my first interview, I was really nervous, but I feel like I didn't really have a reason to be because I was referred by a friend, so I would probably get the position no matter what. Mm-hmm. But um, to prepare, I looked up a bunch of questions that I thought that they would ask, oh. and I reviewed that. And then once I got there, I feel like I completely blanked. They asked me all the questions that I did prepare, uh-huh. but I couldn't come up with answers for some reason, so I would just like mm. BS my way through it. <clears throat> and then towards the end, they this is something I always struggle with during interviews is... When they ask me if I have any questions. Oh, and I'm like, yeah. nope, bye. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like in yeah, retrospect, yeah. that's like something I would fix like for future interviews. Yeah. Like to like make it seem like I actually prepared and I looked up like what the job is about. Yeah. Because like I just said bye. <laughs> like that's yeah. it. And they're like, okay, we'll yeah. get back to you. Yeah. Yeah. I I did I never thought about that portion too. Just yeah. because it happens at the end Same. and I just yeah. thought like, oh yeah. I don't know what's happening. Yeah, I know yeah. like it's all good. Yeah. You just want to get it over with. Yeah. So I was like, nope, bye. <laughs> and they're like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um I think in my case, okay, so I had an interview before the interview that got me the the job at Daiso because Daiso was my first part time job, so the first round of like applications, I remember I think was, it was okay, it was the summer before um the first year of college so in 2017 mm-hmm. i wanted to get a job for college because i was going to community college yeah. and i remember i applied to places like just a couple but one of them was like the pokey spot in uh. Thomas. Uh. and like so as you can imagine like my resume is probably not that impressive it was not impressive at all it was very like <laughs> unorganized so I like I remember walking in and like <laughs> handing them my resume and then they're like you want to do an interview now and I'm like oh. what <laughs> and my mom was outside the door I was like man I have an interview <laughs> wait this is for the pokey place or for Daiso for the pokey place oh, okay. so I was like yeah. ah, I'm not ready <laughs> I wasn't prepared but I was like okay sure let's do it they and must so, have been like, her resume looks so good. No, they're probably understaffed. <laughs> <laughs> so then I was like, oh, okay, I'll do it now. And so then we sat down, like, in the store, and yeah. then he asked me all these questions. And I remember, like, I feel like you kind of have to tailor your questions or your answers to fit what they want to hear if you want the job, obviously. Mm-hmm. But from in my case, I just gave them an honest answer because I didn't know at the time, like, what his situation was like, but mm-hmm. I think it was like the standard questions where it was like, 
Do you have a car? Are you able to get here on time? When What's are you your available? yeah your availability? And so I told him like, oh, I'm a freshman, so I'm gonna start college soon. And he's like, okay, what days can you work? And I'm like, eh, weekends are bad. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, I don't have a car <laughs> yet. I have my permit. <laughs> it was all the wrong things to say in an interview to show that I was unprepared. And then on top of that, I think I told him like, oh, I'm a little bit shy, but I open uh, up a little bit. Uh-huh. And then at the end of the interview, he's like, well, you seem like a nice person, <laughs> oh, no. but we're looking for people with, like, day availabilities, like, people mm. who can work during the day, on a weekday, and I'm like, yeah. get some better. I know! I'm like, yeah, we can get more customers. So, he, because of that, he couldn't offer me the job. So, I think that was, like, a good starting experience. Mm. I remember I was very upset, because I was like... How do people get a job with no work experience? Yeah. And I remember, like, I remember I texted you guys. It was, like, you and then another friend. And I, I was don't remember this. Oh, okay. I think I remember because I was really sad. I was like, uh-huh. I can't get a job. Nobody's calling me back. Oh. And, like, the friend that responded was saying, like, it's okay. I applied to, like... 15 20 jobs before i got the job that i got Mm -hmm. so if anything it's all about timing you know yeah so the interview that got me um into my first job was at daiso Mm -hmm. so for that one i turned in my resume to them and then they called me back saying hey we'd like to interview you not like legit. <laughs> <laughs> we just want to get to know you. <laughs> so then, like, I went in for the interview, but um, the interview process for Daiso it was mostly like I distinctly remember they gave me scenarios, and I think that's more applicable oh. in like actual mm-hmm. workplaces where like if you had this problem, how would you fix it? And at the time, I feel like what got me in was the fact that, like, even though I didn't know, I tried to offer my best solution. Yeah. So, mm. like, I don't know what to do, like, when somebody is stealing stuff. <laughs> but I'll propose, like, hey, this is what I would do. These are steps A, B, and C. Mm-hmm. And this is what the final, um, like, solution would be. So I think that was, like, a big one that they did. But, like, promptly after the interview, they, like, called back and said that I got the job. Yay. Yay. That made me so excited, even though I knew you got the job. I was like, <laughs> oh, my God. It's a plot twist. I never yeah. worked at Daiso. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Your story actually reminded me of, like, the online application I had to do for Paris Baguette. Oh, yeah. Um, there was an online application, and they asked us questions like that. Like, what would you do in this situation? Or, like, mm. this situation? Mm-hmm. And you had to have gotten like a certain score and it had to be in the green range oh for yeah them to even like, like consider <laughs> yeah like they even like you had to get a within the green range before they even considered you to uh-huh. have an interview i totally Dang. forgot about that dude actually side note i remember you yeah. said you should work at paris baguette with me and i was like yeah i'll do it and then i go on the application site and it then was I like see kind of complex like, i was like never mind <laughs> <laughs> it was really complicated yeah. Too much. Yeah. yeah and like i just like answered it truthfully yeah. Or, like, no, partially, it was, like, okay, I'm being truthful, but also, like, what they want to hear. Yeah. You but, like, that wasn't to too them. different, you yeah. know? Yeah. Yeah. And, like, I was surprised to hear that some people didn't get within the green range. 
Oh, I was like, what? what? What would you have to have answered to not get into the Green Range? If a customer is yelling at you, what do you say back? Get I'm, out. <laughs> hey, get out. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, like, they ask, like, questions like, uh, what would you do if you saw a coworker stealing or something like yeah. that? Yeah. Uh, I was like, report it? Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll stay quiet. Yeah. Oh, we need some bread. <laughs> We're wasting bread. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And then another question was, uh, what would you do if your family came into the oh. store? Would you give them a discount? And you're not allowed to. I so. think I had one of those questions. Yeah. I wrote down I wrote down some of the questions that like I remember from my first interview and I still have it like on a Google Doc. Oh really? Oh wow. Yeah. That's good. Because, mm-hmm. like I, I think like interview questions just carry like yeah. throughout they other all, Yeah, they all borrow like the same So, moving on, what were some challenges that you faced while working? So, this is still in the realm of part-time job. First part-time job. Mm-hmm. Um, is this is my biggest problem, not just in, like, the work environment, but just in general. Yeah. I have a hard time saying no. Yeah. Like, I have a really hard time you saying no. You have the hardest time saying <laughs> I really do. And, like, every time I was asked to cover a shift or like do something extra i would always say yes because i was like oh my god they're gonna hate me if i don't do this they're gonna think i'm a bad worker i need to i need to show them that i'm a good worker Mm -hmm. so i took on like every like opportunity to cover a shift or to help out the manager exploited yeah (laughs) (laughs) that was like my free all the time (laughs) that was my bad though and i like i think i missed out on a lot of stuff with family and friends because mm-hmm. I was just always working. I was working consistently four to six times a week mm-hmm. on, on top holidays. of school. Yeah, I worked holidays. I didn't get holiday pay. Oh my and yeah, some days I would be there from opening to closing just because I had to cover some shifts that day because nobody came in. Oh my gosh. And that was my bad. My employers were really nice and understanding. It's just, I felt like I had to like, please them and like mm-hmm. help mm-hmm. them out whenever they needed it and because of that I like I overworked myself to the point where like I couldn't handle this and school so I just had to quit like I didn't even, like gradually like take on less shifts I just quit because mm-hmm. I was so tired mm-hmm. and my oh, oh I, I remember there was like at least like three months of you being like oh I yeah. want to quit yeah <laughs> she always I always said, I'm going to quit this time. I know. And then she comes back, she's like, I could quit. (laughs) Next time. Even my coworkers were like, when are you quitting? And then the minute she reached like one year or something, she's like, I think now is a good time. No, I remember I was going to quit after summer ended. Mm -hmm. But I ended up waiting until December. I remember December. No, no, no. It was like around November or something or Uh December. I was the day I was gonna give them my like letter, mm-hmm. resignation letter. They gave me a raise. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I was like, I can't quit now. Like, yeah. But then, like by December twenty first, I remember I was, that was gonna be my last day. Cause you I, remember the day? You I quit? remember because it was December twenty first. Wow. Uh-huh. But then nobody was working for Christmas, <laughs> so 
I was like, do you want me to stay until the holidays are over? And they're like, okay. And then so I stayed for Christmas, but they're like, no, like, um, they didn't ask me to work for New Year's because they're like, you did way too much for us. Like, Aww. you can just like rest now. And I was like, That's at least right. I recognize it. Yeah. yeah. I remember the last day was Christmas and I was also like training somebody new. <laughs> it was super stressful. They said, we need to use Oliverica's abilities yeah. until she quit. My manager told my assistant manager and my assistant manager told me. But what he said was, Dang, we gotta hire like three new people to replace Erica because that's how much work she does. Holy, Dang. yeah, wow. I mean, you did cover up to three people, yeah, amount of work. Yeah, Essentially, that was, that was my bad. I just, I really need to like work on setting boundaries, mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, that's something that I struggled with a lot. Mm. Yeah, I think in my case. I don't think I was as nice with shifts, but, like, um, I think a big learning curve for me was, like, that learning takes time. Yeah. (laughs) Because I think everybody has the expectation that, like, I'm a fast learner. I can get through this, like, Mm -hmm. within a good amount of time. And for Mm -hmm. me, when I struggled with something that was still new, I think I beat myself up for it Mm -hmm. because I like had I remember this so distinctly I had like this one shift and it was like my first my first or second closing shift and um I don't know if I'm allowed to say this about Tarzan but like we literally had to count the money that was in the registers calculate all of like the forms and stuff and do the math and Mm -hmm. then we got to put it in a safe and all these other things I'm still surprised you had to do that because that's, like, counting money is usually left to, like, a shift leader or the person in charge. Or, like, no, yeah, not just not yeah. just shift leaders. Yeah. It was yeah. everybody. That that's why I'm so surprised. It. I mean, we always double-checked, like, with somebody. Like, after I counted it, then somebody who had, like, seniority over me would count it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, like, yeah, it was a lot to take on for closing because on top of that, you do cleaning and stuff. Yeah. But for me, it was, like, my first time counting bills and, like, counting coins and stuff. And I was yeah. very slow at it. So on top of being slow, I think I was a little bit sloppy because I was like, yeah, normally they get this done in, like, an hour, right? Uh-huh. If we close at 9 or mm-hmm. 8 or 9, then we should be done by 10. But because I made a mistake in the calculations... We got set back a whole 30 to 40 minutes. And I felt so guilty. I was like, dang, we got out at like 10.40, almost 11 o'clock because I couldn't count money correctly. Aww. And so I came home that night and I was so sad. I cried to my mom. I'm like, man, I can't count money correctly. <laughs> and I made them stay back because normally they're really fast at doing their job. It's okay, they got paid more hours. That's true. <laughs> but still, I, I don't want to keep them, like, waiting because, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. like, no normal shift is, like, six, seven mm-hmm. hours. I know they're yeah. probably tired and they're, I don't know. It was during summer, so some of them were probably doing summer school. I was probably doing summer school. And I was just, like, really disappointed <laughs> in myself. Aww. But I think, like, mm-hmm. yeah, just in general, I think everybody thinks, like, we're gonna get the hang of this really fast, mm-hmm. but yeah. don't be disappointed if you don't because mm-hmm. everything is new, you know. Yeah. yeah, especially if it's your first time working. 
I think yeah. every, no matter, like, what job you do, I think it's going to take, like, a bit, like, a while mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. kind of get used to it. Yeah. Yeah. And counting money is freaking hard, yo. It and, is. Yeah. I feel, <laughs> like, yeah, I feel like we stopped learning it in first grade, and we never <gasps> came, went back we to it. We did count money yeah. in first grade. Oh, like those plastic Yeah, those plastic. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. Right? And then when you get a job, you're like, oh, shoot. Like, <laughs> yeah. count these bills. I know. Yeah. It was... The bills, man, they're just sticking together. Probably... Yeah. And like Miss all the one. quarters and mm-hmm. change. Yeah. Yeah, I I feel like I'm the same way as Isabel. Like I take or I guess like when I make a mistake, like I take it personally and I think I blow it out of proportion yeah, more yeah. than like what it actually mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. And I think I don't know why that is. I think maybe because like in school it's like we try really hard not to, like, look bad in front of, like, our yeah. peers and our teachers, right? Yeah. Um, but then usually, like, when it, we make a mistake, like, we can deal with it privately. But then in work, I mm-hmm. think it gets exposed a little bit yeah. more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it's, like, shared collectively amongst other people. Yeah. So I feel really bad about it. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So my first, like... My first mistake I made at work, I also cried. <laughs> yeah, and it was because I made the wrong milkshake oh, for a customer. Oh. Yeah, but it was like, I, I did it, I made the mistake in front of my boss. So, like, oh. he was there. He doesn't always work during my shifts, but that during day. that one time... I know, during that day, yeah. man. Like, <laughs> and they always be looking over your shoulder. I like know. Like the boss. And I think, oh my gosh, I don't know if this is just the food industry, but when the boss is there, I feel like he, they're extra, like, stingy about, like, the proportions you make oh. and, like, the how much, like, mm-hmm. money you charge them and stuff. Yeah. I can get more to that later. Oh, um, no hate on Baskin-Robbins. Love BR. <laughs> Um, okay, but, yeah, so anyways, I made the wrong milkshake, and I think it was, like, extra bad, too, because it was a large, so uh. I, I kind of, I mean, usually when I'm just with my coworkers, and if we make a mistake on an order, like, we kind of keep it in the fridge, and then, like, one of us just, like, oh, take yeah. it home, because mm-hmm. we don't want to waste it, yeah. mm-hmm. but then when I made the mistake, he dumped the entire thing in front of me, like, in the sink. And then he was like, go clean the bathroom. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, I, like... That that, was a little hard. I know. It was also, like, right after training. Like, I think, like, I just got... Was able to, like, start making orders. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, during... When I started working at Baskin-Robbins, like, um, my whole first week was just, like learning how to scoop ice cream and then cleaning the store like I didn't Mm -hmm. I couldn't even serve customers yet Mm -hmm. and I felt okay (laughs) this is so embarrassing but I remember like cleaning the bathroom and then I I came out right and like I I was like internalizing everything and it was like all building up and then a customer walks in and I turn around (laughs) and then she takes one look at my face and she's like Oh my god, are you okay? Oh my god. <laughs> and then you start bawling. Yeah, and then my coworker's like, "Oh my god, Lynchy, like you have to go cry in the bathroom. Like you can't uh-huh. do this in front of the customers." And so I was like, "Who cares?" Yeah. <laughs> oh. yeah, and then like, so I just like I cried out in the bathroom. 
calm myself, clean it up, walked out, and it was so like it was so funny because that same customer she came up to me, held my hand, she's like, "Do you know what, honey? <laughs> Everything will be okay." <laughs> I was like, <laughs> <laughs> "It's so heartbreaking." <laughs> This girl needs to calm down, which is just scooping ice cream. I feel like your boss made it like way worse. I know. Why is he so dramatic? Yeah, he was so. I don't know. Like, I don't know if he truly was that mad or Mm -hmm. he was just trying to make a statement. Like, I don't know what it was, but like, he, like, maybe it was like in the moment thing and he was frustrated, but I just felt like, like, that was my first mistake, too, right, so I just felt like it was so abrupt, like, and out of nowhere, and so, yeah, and I came home that day, luckily, it was, like, near the end of my shift, so Mm -hmm. I didn't have to, like, stay that long, Uh, but I remember coming home, and I was, like, crying, and then my mom's, like, oh my gosh, like, <laughs> I would have cried too, to I be know, honest. I know, I know, yeah, she was just like, oh, you're such a baby, like, <laughs> you were in high school, yeah. I know, but, yeah, she, I think she said something like, oh, I need, I should have, like, disciplined you more, something <laughs> like that, like, like, toughen you yeah. up for the big world, yeah. but, yeah, I think my coworker ratted me out, which is mm-hmm. fine, but I think she, like, told my boss because he left after like the whole incident Mm -hmm. so I think the next time I came to shift he was there and he was like super nice to me afterwards then maybe he didn't like mean it yeah maybe he felt bad yeah and then one more thing I wanted to add about a challenge that I faced was kind of like coming in and having some sort of like your own self-learning because I I know this is not all jobs because, like, Isabel, she mentioned how she had, like, tra- like a whole training sesh, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, like, I didn't have an actual training. And then I realized later on that in a lot of my jobs, like, it's it's quite common, at least in my case, where I don't have mm-hmm. an official training. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just kind of like, oh, go in kind of like observe and then pick it up by yourself you know and it's kind of nerve-wracking for your first job because you want to show them that like Mm -hmm. you're capable of being a fast learner and doing things for yourself so I Mm -hmm. felt it was kind of weird for me because like I expected them to like teach me how to make certain things in the menu how to like step by step like count money like you said um clean up the night shift because there's a whole process like even for night shifts like yeah, how do you like clean up how do you clean up mm-hmm. like close down and um like put the key take in. out the trash mm-hmm. lock the door yeah and, and there was no process for me and so mm-hmm. I learned from my coworkers, and I mean they weren't like the best trainer <laughs> it was like very very casual yeah um but that's just something that I struggled with a, with a little bit, but um, once you kind of get over that realization, like, it's not so mm-hmm. bad. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I have the same experience. I did have somebody to train me, but they weren't, like, there every step of the way. They just kind of, like, threw me into it, and they're like, yeah, do that. Oh. And then I just had to learn as I go, because, like, the first job that I had to do was just put out pastries. 
Uh-huh. So I didn't know what was what. Oh, so I had to just keep doing it in the repetition. You but know. nobody was there to like take out the pastries with Nobody you? was there to, like, help me. So I just had to, like, look at the name tag and then look at the pastry. Oh. And I was like, <laughs> that looks like that. <laughs> and put it there. And I just, like, did that until eventually, like, I knew every single pastry. Right. And I remember being so stressed because I was like, I gotta be a quick learner. I gotta mm-hmm. show them I'm a quick learner. Yeah. It's my first job, but I'm not bad. Yeah. So I, like, went on Yelp and I looked at pastries. Wow. Like, I was, like, That's so... Really- smart yeah i was like really determined like i remember yeah. these i know these and then like i came in like the second week and they're like wow you picked up like the patient really quickly <laughs> yeah and i was so proud <laughs> I, wow. I think it just shows that like we are fast learners we just put ourselves to like an unrealistic expectation we yeah like we literally think like oh i can learn it in a day <laughs> yeah. but that's not realistic I know. Yeah. So give yourself time. I think. <laughs> yeah, you you have to go through a bit of confusion. Yeah, yes. in order to get there. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. normal. Yeah. yeah. No, I remember too. Like I never. So I never learned. Okay. I don't want people to give to have the impression that this is in all Baskin Robin places. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. It could just be my specific work, but I remember like I never. I no one ever taught me how to make the special like sundays on the mm. menu oh like when i worked there my co-workers were like oh just look at the picture like <laughs> yeah. literally like up on the board and like mm. guess yeah like huh? what's there and then i was like huh <laughs> like you guys don't have like a recipe book, <laughs> like i could study off of and i think they oh, do you had to like assume what was in the yeah i just assume oh. what was in there and so i remember one time like a customer walked in it was like oh i want the marshmallow oreo sundae right what? which is yeah oh, and then i was like okay so i like <laughs> looked at the picture and i was like okay i think this is like what it is right yeah and i remember there was like a white like topping you put on top and for the longest time i thought that was whipped cream and so i, I would assume that too yeah, yeah and so i've been this guy was like a regular so like each time i had him i would put whipped cream on top of his sundae and yeah. he wouldn't you know say See? anything mm-hmm. oh. he was satisfied so I was like okay okay uh, I guess I'm doing it right and then I saw my co-worker do it one time and they put marshmallow filling on the top uh, and then I was like that's the marshmallow part <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then I was like oh, wait that guy got a marshmallow sundae and didn't get any marshmallow <laughs> <laughs> he was okay with yeah. it <laughs> I love those customers. Yeah, same. <laughs> yeah. That's really sweet. But, <laughs> I'm sorry who, if you're listening now. That's so funny. <laughs> no. Yeah, like, I don't think coworkers are very reliable in training. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that just reminded me of something. I think another thing I struggled with is not being okay with not knowing. Yeah. So when customers yeah. would ask me questions, like, in my head, I was like, Oh shiz, I don't know. I'm like, oh, but blah 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 blah. And I give mm-hmm. them some like answer and they're like, okay. And then they like walk away. But really? I'm like, wait, I should have just gone up to ask or something. It's just yeah. like sometimes it, it gets so busy mm-hmm. and there's nobody to help me. So I'm like, I think it's this. Mm-hmm. But in my head, I'm like, I'm so not sure. Yeah, I same. I think I I feel I don't want to look dumb in yeah, front of them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I try to give them an answer. But then I'm like, okay. Like to the best of your abilities, like, yeah. I think it's this. Yeah, but then sometimes it's wrong. So then I'm like, <laughs> I, might as, I, sh- I might as well, like, just go up to a, a coworker yeah. and yeah. ask them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, like, I'm- afterwards, I do go up and I 
ask like is that what I should have like said or should I say something else oh that's just good. so next time I don't make the same mistake mm-hmm. yeah but yeah there are moments where I honestly don't know if it's the right answer but I just tell them yeah, yeah. I mean that's good I'm because in a way that just means you're self-reliant and that you can handle the job on your own I think yeah. like in my case the store manager was like very open about like if you have any questions please go up to me and ask me don't like um don't like tell them an answer that you don't really know Mm -hmm. and so i think because of that i was encouraged to like if i don't know anything then i'll just tell them like oh i don't know but i can ask like a store manager Mm -hmm. for you or something like that so i think like (laughs) for me i feel like i was too dependent (laughs) on my manager because what if she's not there you know yeah Okay, so let's move from the negative and talk about what's your favorite part of working. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like this is the answer for all of us. I know, but, yeah. <laughs> Across the board. Yeah. Yes. We had amazing, 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 amazing co-workers. They yeah. were so, so nice. Mm-hmm. And I was the baby of the group. Mm-hmm. I was the youngest one. So, like, they all took it upon themselves to kind of, like, helped me along mm-hmm. and once I got over the initial like shyness because I'm really really shy and introverted mm-hmm. at first once I got more comfortable with them we actually all became friends mm-hmm. and like we would meet up outside of work yeah mm-hmm. which is hard though because there's always at least somebody working I know yeah I would always work the night shift so mm-hmm. like they would want to eat dinner but I oh. wouldn't be able to come but I would come afterwards and we went to like get hot pot. We Dang. did bowling like after work. Dang. It was really nice. And I had an assistant manager. We got so close, and we would always close together. And we would get fire wings next door like after every shift. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. And like they're just so nice. And like I still talk to them today, even though I quit like two years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They just take care of me so much and they still take care of me now and Aww. I appreciate everything that they've done for me. Aww. One of them even gave me an Apple Music subscription. I'm still on her family plan. <laughs> like, You're like her a, family now. Yeah, like actually. <laughs> That's so sweet. But yeah, like the working environment was so nice. Like even if I was tired, I would come to work yeah. and I'd be energized. Like I would like have so much fun at work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like Sometimes we'd be, like, sneaking around, like, eating pastries <laughs> or, like, drinking stuff, like, yeah. coffee. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's one of the reasons why it was so hard for you to quit. Because, like, when you're outside of work, you're like, oh, I want to quit. And then when you go in, it's like, oh, my God, I have my friends here. Yeah, yeah like, they were, uh, they were just so nice. Like, I wish I'd talked to more of them. Yeah, true. Mm, do you have anything to say, Lynch? Oh, um, yeah, I I agree. I okay, I feel like so when I worked there, every we were all kind of around the same age, mm-hmm. and I don't know, like they were. I just thought they were so cool. Yeah, <laughs> I thought they were cool. Yeah, <laughs> and um, like I feel like I think during one of my first shifts without my supervisor. I got, like, I got to share the ship with, like, two um, girls who had been working there for a long time, and they were so nice and so patient with me, mm-hmm. and I didn't realize, like, like, as hectic as it is, like, 
I like just being able to like also just chill in the background and like have conversations. Yeah, that was the best. Yeah, yeah especially and, when there's like nobody around. Yeah, yeah, when there's nobody around. Yeah, okay, so there was like a closet in Baskin Robbins <laughs> and whenever there's no person like in the store we would all like hide in the closet <laughs> and we would just gossip about like, our ship we'd be like oh my gosh i had a customer today she was so rude oh my that's gosh. the best part like yeah. being able to like share stories yeah, yeah. And they could relate to you because yeah. they like work there right mm-hmm. yeah or like we would like try out like different experiments because like we could technically we could um like try out samples Ooh. right so we would be like oh my gosh like you need to try this new oreo fudge someday, <laughs> right or like at the end of the shift like night shift like we would like like oh, any of like the leftover ice creams like oh. we would like, put it in a drink and sometimes it Ooh. was awesome and sometimes it was <laughs> disgusting <laughs> but that's why i gained like i don't know probably yeah. 10 pounds because yeah. <laughs> i took home like a, yeah, like yeah. an ice cream or like a drink, like every night shift. But Dang. I gained eight pounds working at first. Yeah, yet, because I would eat pastries during. Okay. I would eat before coming to work, uh-huh. and then I would be like, "I'm still hungry though," so I eat during work. Yeah, and then after work, I'm so tired. I'm hungry, so I eat after work. <laughs> so like, I'm just constantly eating pastries, and uh-huh. I take some home as well if you work the night shift. Yeah, I gained so much weight. I remember you gave me so much one time. Like, <laughs> oh my god! You gosh. came over to my yeah, place. we were doing, we were planning lazy thighs, yeah. and I brought over pastry. Yeah, Aww. she gave me like a whole box. I was like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> if I could eat this every day, <laughs> I should stay away from food. Yeah, I, I know. I yeah, it. that's the food industry for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm, I think I also had the same like sentiments like i just really like going to work for my co-workers i mm-hmm. think that was the only thing that kept me going and like i i i like those times where like you look at the schedule you, oh, and you see like who's so excited. Excited. i know i'm like oh i get to work with yeah um nate today or oh my <laughs> gosh nate? i don't know <laughs> i don't know <laughs> but, get boyfriend oh yeah <laughs> No, yeah, it was just, like, really exciting just to see, like, because the schedules change every two weeks for me, so I get to see, like, mm-hmm. who's on the list for that day when I work. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it, or you could be like, ew, that person's working with me. I gotta stick with this person right here. <laughs> so, yeah, that was something I always look forward to, because at the time, I think I was taking, like, a math class <laughs> over summer. <laughs> so, coming to work from after like a summer course mm-hmm. i think it made me motivated like it kept kept me like energized or something i don't know how to explain it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah but that was really fun and just like okay i remember like working at daiso you weren't allowed to work in like a big group mm. because most of the time it's like it's just restocking stuff right mm-hmm. and so we'd always have like our big cart or wagon or whatever i don't know what to call it and we can pair up with a buddy so during that shift we each had like a different task so i'll go in and then i'd be like oh what's my job today yeah. and then my manager would be like oh, okay can you restock 
the dishes or whatever, right? Yeah. And so then I can work with another person and we can just like go to the back of the store and like <laughs> chat and talk and gossip. And I love coming to work in the afternoon because mm-hmm. then you hear all the gossip from the morning. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I don't like morning shifts. I prefer afternoon shifts. Uh, I, morning shifts are so early yeah. for me. Yours are so early. Yeah, I, so during s- school, I usually work at night because I just come after school, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then my last, the last semester that I was like going to school and working for or working, I had all evening classes or like mm-hmm. late classes. So I would have to come to work at like six in the morning and then end at like twelve and then change in my car and like drive to school. Dang. And I was so drained. Like Aww. it was so hard because I would rather have classes in the morning because that's when my brain is like actually functioning. Yeah. And when I come to work, it's like mindless and like I yeah. don't really need to put that much effort into like thinking. Yeah. So like that's why I like working at night. But then I had my schedule completely flipped. Mm. It was oh, so hard. Dang. Mm-hmm. I'm the opposite. I like working in the day. <gasps> yeah, just because, well, we didn't start that early. We started <laughs> at like either 11 or 10.30. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so it's pretty good. But at night, like, I feel ugh, night shifts were the worst for me because I think they were mm. so busy and you mm-hmm. never end, or at least for me, like, I never ended a night shift during, like, at closing time. Like, um, we always... Yeah. So much prep. Or yeah, there's like later. so much prep. Yeah, and usually like customers come in at like the very last minute. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and we can't close until like everyone leaves, and so there would be like a line even though it's technically yeah. closing. Yeah. Yeah. So I always had to leave. Like our our thing ends or our night shift ends at 11 p.m but i would leave around like 11 45 or like even almost 12 sometimes Dang, yeah. 12? yeah yeah i think i came home at 12 once and i was like oh my god i think my latest uh, my latest might have also been 12 yeah maybe right. 11 30 or something my latest was also 12 but the thing is we close at nine wow you work more than a nine to five <laughs> i know literally <laughs> she worked yeah. a fuller full-time job yeah but, like, I understand what you mean, though, like, working in the morning, because mm-hmm. then you still have the rest of your day. So, yeah, even though it was early, the hardest part is getting yeah. up. But then yeah. once you're up, yes. you're, like, moving around. Mm-hmm. So. Yes. I That's also true. like, like, if the night shift before, um, like, of the day before did a good job, you come into, yes. like, a clean place. Yeah. That yeah. is nice. Mm-hmm. Yes. I agree. <laughs> yeah. That's why I like... People try to avoid, like, they try to avoid scheduling you in the morning if you work the night shift. Mm-hmm. But I kind of liked it because mm-hmm. I was like, I made it so clean. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so I could enjoy this. Yeah. yeah. Or, like, I know what I still have to do. So, like, I can leave early uh, and then come in the morning oh. and just finish it off. Oh. True. Yeah. I'll just be like, my bad. It was me yesterday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that's a good pro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I never liked morning shifts that much. <laughs> now I don't like yeah. morning shifts. <laughs> okay, so how would you compare your first part-time job to your latest one? Um, so I'll start first. Um, because my two job experiences are drastically different. Um, the most recent job I've had is being a 
peer advisor for the political science department at UC Davis. And it's um it's an office job. So it's a lot. I, I mean, it's still hectic, but it's, you know, like you're not out in a restaurant, like running around, like getting people's orders and stuff. Um, so it's a lot more calm. And in the very beginning, like I had so much more guidance from my supervisor. Like mm-hmm. they dedicated a whole summer for me just to get trained. And yeah. we, yeah, and I didn't know about this, but the peer advising community is actually very big. And there's like so many like events and stuff to just for the purpose of training peer advisors. So mm-hmm. during that summer, they held like a huge like event that was like we got paid for attending yeah but they gathered all the peer advisors in at uc davis and it was like a huge it was like we went to like this gala place but they had speakers telling us how to talk to students about mental health Mm -hmm. how to deal with like academic um difficulties challenges and we had to like run through stimulations and stuff oh my gosh so this is like for all peer advisors, not just within your... Yeah, program. like, it was, like, all peer advisors. Like, I met people from, like, peer advising for, like, STEM majors oh, and, like, oh, college. Yeah. interesting. Yeah, and then, yeah, and then, like, I made friends with some of them, but I never talked to Aww. them again, but it's okay. Yeah, but, yeah, it was really, it was really interesting, and I didn't realize, like, first of all, two things. Like, one, how big the, like, how big of a role peer advising was and like how like the support like the support that they were Mm -hmm. able to have by people Mm -hmm. and then two like this is what it feels like when you have actual guidance (laughs) and training for your job yeah yeah for sure because I I went in like knowing exactly well not exactly but I went in like being way more prepared Mm -hmm. um and knowing what to do even though like by the time I got this job, I was only a second year in college, so mm-hmm. I only did, like, I only had one year of college in order to peer advise freshmen and students who were much older than me, mm-hmm. so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about y'all? <laughs> <laughs> I can go next. Okay. Um. Okay, so... As of now, me and Erica have a current job at the COVID kiosk, but I'm just going to talk about a previous experience before that just because it was a lot more different. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to compare my experience between Daiso and then working at the coffee house here at Davis. So I would say I had a much more experience much more memorable experience at uh, Daiso just because I was a lot more closer with my coworkers, like if I tend to work at a particular time or availability, then I would partic- like I would tend to see the same people and like get to know them very well. So I thought it was a lot more personal and sociable. Also because everybody was like around the same age as me. Mm-hmm. And they were some of them were going to school, some of them weren't going to school. So I think that's also another pro is that if you have people that aren't going to school like you, then it's a lot more flexible in terms of scheduling your availability because I remember like there might be days where I can't work because I got to study for an exam 
And so I could have like coworkers that could be like, hey, I can pick up your shift if like you need to study because they don't have school to worry about. Okay. So I thought it was a lot nicer <laughs> <laughs> because let me get to the coffee house. All right. Um, oh, but before the coffee house, I also got paid more just because I'm working more hours there. Um, but yeah, okay. So at the coffee house, because it's under the school, I think it the regulations were a lot tighter in terms of like how many hours you can work. Um, I think it was like 10 to 12 hours minimum yeah. or something. Yeah, I was only able to work maximum 10 hours at least yeah. in the department. Mm-hmm. Oh, a week? I mean, a week. Yeah. yeah. Oh, dang. Yeah. I could do that in like a day. Exactly. <laughs> you literally. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, so for me, the 10 hour minimum or maximum was fine. It was just like. There were, because everybody's a student at the Coho, right? Everybody yeah. has their own schedules. The schedule is fixed. So every single day for the whole quarter, it's going to be the same schedule every week. Mm-hmm. The problem with that is sometimes you have a midterm or you have an exam or you're busy with a club or something. So you can't skip out on your shifts. And then also they had like a strike system. So like if you Ooh. miss a certain shift and you don't get it covered, then you get a strike. But how can you get something covered if everybody else is also a student yeah. and they're also running on their own time and they have their own set schedule? So unless somebody was like consistently picking up shifts, I thought it was a lot more difficult. <laughs> yeah. If you don't have an Erica in your life, <laughs> it makes it really hard because like you're balancing school on top of trying to get your hours done. Mm-hmm. And even though it was only 10 hours, I thought it was still very difficult for me personally because... I don't know. I don't think I can handle a lot of hours very well just from my personality and my work habits. So I thought that was very difficult about the coho. And then in terms of like the people there, I wasn't that close to them. (laughs) There was just some like you're stuck in the same shift with the same exact people. And if you don't like that person, then I would say like it kind of tends to stay that way just because like personalities don't really mesh. Yeah, you just don't vibe with them. Yeah, that's okay. You don't have to get along with everybody, but it makes working very hard. Yeah, it does make it a little bit difficult. But that sucks because you can't cycle through the yeah, co-workers. Yeah, I, I can't switch like a shift or anything. I mean, I can, but like... You could, but then you might... Be with somebody less compatible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even worse. Yeah. That is so true. Oh my. But yeah, it was just. I would say working out of school is less flexible, mm-hmm. but um, you don't get taxed. That's the best part. Oh. Yeah, no tax on your paycheck. Oh yeah, I remember. Yeah. That. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I would remember like. My coworkers and I, bas- back in Baskin Robbins, mm-hmm. we would count like our hours and like times it by like our wage, right? Yeah. But then we would get our actual wage, <laughs> and it's like so much. Yeah. yeah. And you see all yeah. the stuff that they're taking out. Yeah. I'm like, bro. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, dang, we worked so hard, I and then we didn't even get the amount that we deserve. I know. Yeah. That was yeah. the worst. <laughs> oh my gosh. Good yeah. times. What about you, yeah. Erica? <laughs> so my first part-time job, as you all know by now, is Paris Baguette, mm-hmm. and I really miss working there, even though mm-hmm. like it kind of ended a little bit badly. I was overworked, super stressed, <laughs> but like looking back, it was pretty nice. Like yeah. We had discounted pastries, discounted food, discounted coffee. My coworkers were so nice, 
and so caring they always took care of me and i got paid above minimum wage the bosses were really nice they mm-hmm. often got me like gifts for uh, holidays mm-hmm. and they also brought us food when we were working the night shift so that was really nice of them Mm -hmm. I also met some really nice customers I had like regulars Mm -hmm. that would come in and they like remember my name and like that like uh, that was just so heartwarming to see like a lot of like older people too they come in get their Mm -hmm. morning coffee Mm -hmm. and they remember me yeah it it makes it sounds so stupid because I'm just working at a bakery but I was like wow I'm doing something yeah yeah you're connecting gratifying Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but like a con would be like the bad customers. Because <laughs> yeah. they did have some difficult customers, and mm-hmm. one bad customer can ruin your whole shift. Mm-hmm. Like, I was just in such a bad mood after mm. one customer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that sucks. And uh, since there were discounted foods and pastries, I gained a lot of weight. Like, a lot, <laughs> a lot of weight. Same. Like, I, like, my parents for sure noticed. They're like, oh, <laughs> you bring home a lot of food. <laughs> I got some comments for sure. <laughs> and then um, my most recent job is the COVID kiosk at Davis. And I haven't worked there that long. I think Isabel and I have worked there for about less, a or month, less like, than three months. Yeah, a couple months. Mm-hmm. And uh, considering what's going on with COVID, it's kind of hard to like, talk to everybody there mm-hmm. so we're just there we work we've met a few people yeah they've been so so, so kind mm-hmm. but we just haven't connected with a lot of people mm-hmm. i think and also some of them are older they're oh, not yeah. even students mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. even though it might sound weird i think we actually like click very well with some of the older yeah, students or not stu- workers older workers yeah. they're so nice they're like we we have we met somebody at work and she's the student coordinator oh yeah, and yeah, yeah. She, we call her our work mom yeah <laughs> she's she, so sweet yeah she's always taking care of us she's mm-hmm. always like texting us yeah it's really nice mm-hmm. she'll call erica sometimes <laughs> <laughs> she always calls me so early in the morning she's like are you did you just wake up i'm like no <laughs> i'm awake <laughs> but yeah like i've never had somebody call me that much it's yeah. really nice <laughs> from work makes me feel like needed <laughs> yeah i've never gotten a call from work so that yeah that's crazy oh that's so nice mm-hmm. yeah and because i am a like uh i'm a bio major it's just nice seeing the whole like yeah. testing process and like mm-hmm. learning more about covid mm-hmm. like i've learned so much just yeah. by working there mm-hmm. yeah yeah yeah, it definitely transfers over, like, mm-hmm. all your previous work experiences. Yeah. For sure, for mm-hmm. sure. Um, one thing I want to bring up, which I forgot to mention last time, was I think what was different between my part-time jobs, too, was I think how, um, like, for the up higher-ups, like, the supervisors, like, how, um, I guess, how they acknowledge your work. So whether they, like compliment you or they Uh, like tell you like oh hey you're doing a good job or mm -hmm. like you know like check-ins you know what I mean uh yeah I feel like I had a lot of check-ins with my supervisor and I don't know like I always felt 
really comforted whenever you know they like talk to me and tell me how I'm doing yeah and whenever I do make a mistake and they tell me about it like I felt much more comfortable in like just like accepting it and being like okay I'll improve better you know because like because like at least I know that they acknowledge like the could the good parts of me yeah, too like yeah. not just the bad parts they just mm-hmm. want you to improve they're not there to put you down for your yeah. mistakes yeah yeah and i felt like i didn't have that same um or yeah the same uh interaction with um with uh in like the food industry like mm-hmm. at baskin robbins mm-hmm. um and it's, it's usually maybe because it's like a lot more hectic so they don't always have time to like sit down and just tell yeah. you how you're yeah. doing and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But um, that's kind of the thing. Like I now kind of prioritize when I'm looking yeah. for experiences too. Like I, I think I want a supervisor who mm-hmm. would be able to like also acknowledge the work that like their own workers are doing for them. Yeah, you know? yeah. That's a good point. Because you always think about how you could be a good worker mm-hmm. and how you can do well. And, like, you yeah. never think about how a boss should be a good boss as well. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, this is what I want out of my supervisor. Yeah. Like, yeah. I have needs, too, from a boss. Yeah. yeah. Just they have needs from me and I have needs from them. And mm-hmm. they both need to be met. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Was that, like, a one-on-one thing? Or was it, like, in a group setting? It would be both. So, like, she would, like, at the end of the year she would like sit me down and she'll be like okay write your reflection of like your job experience and then like I would like come in and talk to her and then like she would say like such nice things about me but they were like genuine reflections she was like yeah like I remember like your first time here like you were very nervous Mm -hmm. talking to students but I've seen you like grow Mm -hmm. and like be more comfortable and it's like so nice to know like she was observing yeah. that you yeah know? like because you see your own differences but yeah. like it's nice to see that people are paying attention are paying attention yeah. to you too. Yeah. yeah it's like oh my gosh like you noticed yeah. like <laughs> that i improved yeah. like all your hard work paid off yeah mm-hmm. and like she also like makes it make sure that other people could acknowledge it too not like hey you're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah but it's more of like like she would like i remember she'll put us bring us together um towards the end of the year or something and then just like you know have a potluck and be like oh yeah i just want to give a shout out to the peer advisors Aww. yeah and we when we all quit like she gave let us have like this whole zoom event um yeah and then we all like kind of just like talked about our past accomplishments and stuff like that and it was really nice (laughs) it's really sweet uh, it's just so nice when you get to build these Mm -hmm. like relationships with the people you work with and like it goes beyond just working together Mm -hmm. like you meet each other outside too more like family yeah i like that i like that environment like Mm -hmm. An environment where I can depend on the higher-ups and the higher-ups depend can depend on yeah. me. Yeah. I don't think I have that at Daiso, for sure. But they <laughs> should. They should. It should be like that. Like, yeah. At most workplaces. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then... Okay, and then our last question for today... What are some tips that you would like to share to our listeners? 
so the biggest tip that I can think of is if you're applying for a part-time job, you should apply to multiple places because like I said earlier, if you apply to popular places like Starbucks, they get so many applicants. So you have to, it's really hard to stand out amongst the other applicants. Yes. And to do that, I would also do a follow-up interview or a follow-up call just mm-hmm. to see where they are. Because like, yeah. honestly, like a lot of the applicants are probably very similar Mm-hmm. And just reaching out to them afterwards and giving them yes. a call, that does a lot. That, mm-hmm. like, separates you from the rest. And mm-hmm. that's something that I didn't do. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's, in the future, that's something I would definitely recommend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I would also uh, research the place you're applying to. Yes. Have answers <laughs> ready for generic interview questions. Because even if they don't ask you that specific questions, you can most likely use part of your answer to answer whatever question they ask you. Yeah. And I would... If you get nervous during interviews like I do, I have so much anxiety during interviews, I, what I would do is practice with somebody. Mm-hmm. So whether, whether it's a family member or a friend, just somebody you're comfortable with, I would have them uh, ask you certain questions and then see if you can answer them. Mm-hmm. And I, like I said earlier, I would also prepare questions for the interviewer as well. Mm-hmm. Good point. Yes. Um, I think in my case... I think one of the biggest challenges that I had to overcome in the beginning was the fact that like I did not get the first couple of jobs that I wanted. Like getting in is the hardest part in my opinion. Yes. And I don't feel like you should be discouraged if you don't get the job that you wanted mm-hmm. because I think kind of like what my friend said earlier was like behind behind every like achievement there were probably a lot of failures behind Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. so don't be discouraged if you don't get like the first 10 jobs that you apply for because there are plenty of other people that have probably applied to hundreds of jobs Mm -hmm. and they may may only get one or maybe even none Mm -hmm. so I guess my like suggestion is don't feel down for not being able to get what you want if anything, I think it's just timing, mm-hmm. like finding the right time for getting a part-time job and seeking people who are actually looking for somebody like you. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, for sure. And if you don't have any prior experience, I say, I would say don't worry about it because I feel like if you have other redeeming qualities of yourself or if you can exemplify parts of your personality in like actual real life situations that aren't like in a job Mm -hmm. that totally works I think they're Mm -hmm. just looking for somebody who can be reliable or can learn really fast and is open to learning Mm -hmm. so yeah don't don't feel down (laughs) if I can get a job then everybody else can get a job (laughs) yes and I also noticed that if you have like open availability for most of the days, that mm-hmm. also helps you with yeah. getting a part time job. Not just the weekend. Yeah, don't say just the weekend. <laughs> I mean, once you get into the job, then, then you can change you your plan. Yeah. I suddenly can't do the mornings. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, don't beat yourself up and mm-hmm. just learn from your mistakes and your failures. Yeah. Yeah, you you learn from it because mm-hmm. I definitely learned from the previous like round of like job applications so in your next round of job applications just fix whatever you think that 
you need to improve on mm-hmm. things always change yes mm-hmm. i agree i think it takes a couple of tries to know the right answers to interviews yeah. and to also like figure out the timing too mm-hmm. because like sometimes like um they won't they don't hire you because you are a student so you have to keep that in mind next yeah. time you like mm-hmm. apply to a different job and stuff like that so mm-hmm. it sucks but it's just a work in progress you've got to yeah. like cast a wide net you know and just hope that one of them is you get lucky and then you'll get the position yeah mm-hmm. um yeah so i am so i agree with you know all the advice that was given a couple more i would give is well this is already erica already talked about this but um i just want to emphasize to prepare your interviews so i didn't do this my first (laughs) job but um this is something that i think it's really important especially when you get to like more corporate or more um like office C related jobs or I guess like when you're in the STEM field like if you want to work in research or lab like mm-hmm. and you want to sound very professional um I think it's very important for you to prepare your interviews um most likely you'll find common questions um online but what I like to do too is I I research the actual place that I'm hiring or not hiring I'm working for um and you know just get a good idea of like what they do the meaning behind like their Mm -hmm. workplace Mm -hmm. if it's a food industry like maybe pick up a few items from their menu you know what I mean so you could kind of like bring it up during the interview Mm -hmm. um and yeah, and then we kind of covered this, but when in doubt, ask questions. Like, don't feel like you'll look dumb in front of people. Mm-hmm. Like, especially if this is your first part-time job, they should not expect you to know everything. Mm-hmm. And the workplace can get very fast, so you would want to ask a lot of questions, like, coming in before, like, yeah. you're kind of, like, deep <laughs> into, like, like the thrown work in there. environment. Yeah. yeah. And then, like, you realize, like, you've been doing things wrong, like, this whole time. Mm-hmm. So don't be afraid to ask questions. It could, you know, like, um, it could feel very nerve-wracking in the beginning, but you will feel a lot more comfortable executing your task. Mm-hmm. Um, and then lastly, uh, expect to be a little bit self-reliant. So if you're a type of person who uh like feel way more comfortable to have like someone with them Mm -hmm. or to like always have like a point to like refer to all the time Mm -hmm. just know or just keep in mind that like that won't always be available for you like you won't always have someone there to always like Mm -hmm. um kind of like walk you through the baby steps right so um I don't know there's not a lot like a whole lot of advice I can give on this tip except for like just to be aware because like Mm -hmm. to be honest I feel like everyone kind of struggles with this even if you've had like multiple jobs before yeah yeah so um that's just something I would say going in because um definitely for my first job I thought I would have a lot more guidance but now I know I I I train myself to be more self-reliant and like a little bit more independent Mm -hmm. um 
being a problem solver yeah yeah Yeah, like that's a good point like if you have a question kind of like think to yourself first like okay how can what can I do um like how can I resolve this on my own right Mm -hmm. like most of the times if it's like an office job you can probably look it up (laughs) like google it you know yeah like I remember one of my internships I worked at this like investigative place and we had to do with a lot of spreadsheets Mm -hmm. and before this like Mm -hmm. I've never really done spreadsheets before Mm -hmm. and now I'm a pro because (laughs) I googled everything (laughs) now you can put that on your resume yeah exactly spreadsheet maker yeah yeah so yeah just like play around and um I don't know like there's if you can like you can observe other people look up certain things like Erica she looked up like the Yelp you know what I mean and try to like find the um pastries but Mm -hmm. good points and that concludes this episode as you've heard working part-time is not always a glamorous experience but it's a very humbling one in which we're able to gain valuable skills a hard work ethic, and a greater perspective on the laboring side of businesses. You can let us know if you relate to our experiences or learn something new by commenting on our blog, lazythoughts.wordpress.com. That's L-E-I-Z-Y-T-H-O-U-G-H-T-S dot wordpress.com. Or by emailing us at lazy.thoughts at gmail.com. See you all next time. Thanks, Thanks for getting lazy with us. With us.